Now, back to Your Tech Report. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. On Twitter, it is at Your Tech Report. Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. Of course, our YouTube channel, Mitchell, is YouTube.com slash Your Tech Report online. I am Marco Slalom. You are Mitchell Whitfield, and I'm very (laughs) excited to speak to our next guest, who is the CEO and founder of a very cool company slash product called Ping. And before we go into really a lot of details, I want to bring Josh on. Josh Lipner is the CEO and founder. Josh, welcome to your tech report. Thank you. Uh, Pleasure to be here. We're happy to have you here because... Here's a story for our listeners, a little background. Uh, I follow and I contribute to a lot of crowdfunding campaigns. Um, I've been part of some. I I love to kind of explore new technology and new innovation. and I, it seems like the whole Kickstarter and Indiegogo are really cool places to find some ideas that people come up with. So across my desk, I think desk was probably an ad in Facebook that came across for Ping. And, and what it is, Ping is the world's smallest GPS locator for pretty much anything. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, we've got people using it for their kids, and we've got people using it for their drones, and we've got dairy farmers who are going to be using it for their cattle. So I would say that's a pretty fair assessment. Okay, so now to to explain to our listeners, there's tons of tracking devices out there. A lot of thing, you know, a lot of people that claim that you can find your keys with this, find your keys with that, or but those are Bluetooth trackers. This is this is not a Bluetooth tracker. This is comes with a with a cell network. It's GPS. Go into some details about what this product is and why it's different than those trackers that people can go into Best Buy and spend twenty bucks on. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love those trackers. I think I have two or three of them on my desk over here. You know, they're very handy, but a Bluetooth tracker is limited by range. Bluetooth trackers were designed to be very short range. So that means that they work effectively between 30 to 35 feet. It makes them an ideal low-cost solution for everyday items that don't move, like your keys or your, your wallet or your purse or things along that line. But the problem is that once you go beyond 35 feet, so once something goes out of your house, let's say, or your office, or if it's something that moves, like a child or uh, even in objects-wise, let's say luggage or a bicycle or a drone or anything along that line, um, you're out of luck because you're beyond that 35-foot range. So those Bluetooth trackers that are very inexpensive that people are familiar with, they're very small, they're great if you're trying to find keys. And you're like me, I lose my wallet you know, four times a week. Half the time <laughs> it's in the laundry, half the time it's, it's actually in my car. And you know, I play that hot and cold game with those tracking devices. But the issue is that to date, there really hasn't been enough practical solution that what I say picks up where Bluetooth leaves off. So once you get beyond that 35 feet and you have something a little bit more important or you have something that's going to be, you know, in motion, what do you do? What kind of solution are you going to use that has some, you know, practical battery life, practical size and really just does one thing well, which is help you find whatever you're looking for. I mean, you bring up, Josh, you bring up a great point, which is, wouldn't it be, wouldn't life be grand if all of our problems happened in a 35-foot radius? That would just be a wonderful (laughs) life to live. But you're right. It's not practical. I mean, these, you know, these uh, lower-range Bluetooth devices do have their place, like you said, for the smaller things. But life happens in a larger than 30, we should write this down, Josh. Life happens in a larger than 35-foot radius. So what was that moment? I mean, you gave... There'd be a lot of (laughs) stimulus coming at you if everything happened over than 35 feet. Yeah, it'd be a little bit creepy, wouldn't it? So... So what was that moment yeah, that you yeah. said, okay, there must have been that one aha moment that you said, okay, I need to create this device. What was that moment that made you decide we have got to make this? Oh, well, that would be, you know, the way that a lot of these things start with my kids. My daughter goes off to kindergarten, first time dad, you know, she's five, six years old. 
And I'm sitting there going, okay, I'm freaking out. She's going to get on a bus. This is my baby. Need to know where she is. A lot of, it's really more dads than moms, I've learned. Moms are kind of like, eh, they'll be fine. They're great. (laughs) No way. You know, Josh, I'm there now. Just letting you know, I'm there now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this was, this was five, six years ago. I went out and got the only thing that was, that I could find that was on the market. And it comes in the mail. And I remember it very vividly. It was like the size of a hockey puck. It was huge. (laughs) And we had to charge it overnight. And then uh, when it was charged, I registered it with my phone, and it's like twelve ninety five a month. And this service, by the way, still exists. Most of them are like this. And I'm like twelve ninety five a month. So you, you know, you have that weird dichotomy where you go, I'm not paying twelve ninety five a month, and you're like, wait a second, this is my daughter. Okay, yeah. fine, twelve ninety five a month. You know, so sign up for that, put it in her bag, and she goes off to school, and that's fine. Comes home. Next day, goes up to school, and it's lunchtime, and I'm like, oh, let me just make sure she's, you know, I actually wanted to see if I could see her on the playground, and I launched the app, and I go to find her, and I was not worried at that time, but I launched the app, I go to find her, and it can't find her, and I'm like, what is, what, you know, yeah. exactly your worst nightmare, so I'm like, where is my daughter, so I get in the car, <laughs> drive to her school, and sure enough, she's on the playground, and I'm like, oh, this is annoying, so when she gets home, I take a look at this device, and there's no battery. Uh, 36 hours, the battery was uh, gone on this device. And I said, okay, this is insane. If you just joined us, we are talking with Josh Lipner. He's the founder of Ping, and you can go to pinggps.com to learn more about Ping and everything it does. Josh, I mean, you guys were really also clever about the design. I know Mark talked about the dimensions of this, and to put it in context, you know, in terms of the circumference, I mean, it's not that much larger than a quarter. So when you talk about size, and you talk about how much you were able to reduce the size of this, which, of course, gives you many more uses because of that size, you also did something really cool, which was you created a wearable. If you, if it is, let's say, if it is going to be for a child or someone that you want to make sure uh, you have tabs on it. And listen, I always use. I know this is ridiculous. I've used it before. I use the amusement park or the family theme park analogy, where it's just great to know where people are. And you were really smart about this. This wearable actually looks really cool. I believe the ping sits inside of it, and you can almost wear it like a watch. Correct? Yeah, yeah. The wearable has been a very interesting thing, and we actually haven't been uh, promoting the kind of wearable or watch aspect to it, um, though it's very possible to use it like that. And we are, I'm flying up to San Francisco tomorrow from Santa Barbara to go meet with a, a jewelry company that wants to produce those kinds of accessories. Um, but yeah, I mean, the device originally was going to be clipped onto a child's shoes. Uh, and then we realized all of the additional use cases. So we said, well, let's make it so they can put it on their wrist. Let's make it so they can wear it as a pendant around their neck. Put it in their pocket easily, attach it to their helmet easily. So, you know, designing it to be an extremely versatile wearable, that's why the device comes with a clip. And because the campaign has been so successful, we're offering all of our backers an additional clip for free as well uh, in a color of their choosing. Um, And that just makes it even more versatile in terms of where where they can put it and what they can do with it. I mean, so we talk about the versatility in terms of size, the different use cases, the fact that it is waterproof. You don't have to worry about that. The rechargeable battery that lasts a really long time. The one thing that we talked about at the beginning of the interview was how a lot of these other solutions that were far less of a solution than Ping is came at a high price for a monthly plan. But you guys addressed that as well because uh, you guys kept the price really reasonable in terms of the yearly fee, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that was, you know, that just drove me nuts. So when we dug into it, and we looked at it, we said, what a lot of these guys are doing is they're either offering the device, 
you know, here's a good example. Verizon. Verizon has this watch called the Gizmo Pal, and this is really targeted, you know, for kids. This yeah, watch. Right. Uh, it's a it's a really big watch. I I kind of equate it to a prison ankle monitor for the child <laughs> to wear on their wrist. Yeah, but it, it does a whole bunch of stuff. You can program in like five numbers that the kid can call. You know, we we obviously had it. Put it on my seven year old, and it got very annoying when she's in the back seat pushing all the buttons and constantly calling us or. <laughs> You know, she would knock into a, a, a wall or something, and it would just dial. So from a functionality <laughs> point of view, it was pretty frustrating. But getting back to your question, the device is like $70, $79. The data plan is $35 a month. Yeah, it's there insane. you go. So yep. we said, you know, we want this thing to be practical in every regard. You know, we don't want it to be feature-rich. We're almost more proud of what it doesn't do than what it does do. We want it to do one thing extremely well, which is, you know, locate what you're looking for. Um, but we want it to be, you know, we want it to be a good size. We wanted it to be able to withstand water. We wanted the battery to last a good amount of time. And we wanted the price to be approachable. And we found that, you know, one of the largest issues that people had with any of these devices was obviously people hate paying any kind of monthly or yearly fee. So we said, we don't have a choice. None of us have a choice because it's a cellular device. Yeah. Basically like a little mini cell phone. Right. No way. So we have to pay the cell carrier. But can we enter into a strong partnership with a cell carrier that will give us preferred pricing that we can just pass along? And let's go a step further and let's give people an opportunity to try it and to see how useful it is, what difference it makes in terms of peace of mind, in terms of freedom it makes for their mindset um, if they have something like this. So we said, can we afford to basically bundle in that first year worth of data as part of the overall pricing. And can we do it all for, you know, less than $100 for this Indiegogo campaign? And, and that's, you know, that's where we netted out. We're not, you know, we're not honestly really making much money at all on these initial devices. Um, but it gives people the opportunity to try this type of solution and see what kind of a difference it makes for their, you know, for their lifestyle. Well, that, and that's one of those things. business. And that's one of those things when it comes to these crowdfunded campaigns is that, you know, not only are you able to create a proof of concept for something, but you're able to see what kind of interest there is out there. And, um, you know, 4,600 4, plus backers right now um, on Indiegogo says a lot. And it's funny, when I go when I go through the website, Josh, and I, I go through any kind of product like this, I try to think of what are the downsides. What And, and the only downside I could think of other than, you know, it, 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 really the only one I could think of is it's, it's, it's not small enough in some cases. Um, I wish I could inject it into my daughter. Um, right. <laughs> but you guys, you really have thought about a lot. I mean, if I look, you know, I'm in Canada. I'm in Montreal. Mitchell is in Los Angeles, and when it comes to devices like this, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to use it in Canada. But you, I mean, you've thought of that as well. You've got, you know, that that $36 value, which is that one year data plan, covers U.S., Canada, Mexico, plus uh, for an additional like $10 at activation, you get another 157 countries. That's a that's a yeah. big feat and and an incredible offering, along with everything else that goes along with it. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, we wanted again going back to practical. We this was. This is actually a challenge for some of the telcos. We said, okay, well, you know, you mentioned the amusement park, but it was, it was beyond just the amusement park. It was just general U.S. travel. We said, well, what if, you know, what if I put this in my luggage and I'm on a business trip and I go to, you know, I go to London and my luggage goes missing. You know, I'm only there for a couple of days, but I bought this device to be able to give me peace of mind that if my, you know, if my luggage is gone, 
then I'll be able to find it. But I'm no longer in the U.S., so now you're telling me that it's not going to work, yet you're able to offer roaming on a cell phone. So how can we get the technology that will provide us, you know, near global coverage and do it at some kind of an affordable price point? So essentially what we did was similar to what we did with the other one, which was, you know, we put the technology in that has global coverage, but then the other thing was working with the telcos to come up with a reasonable offering where just like if you go out of the country, you call them up and say, hey, I'm gone international for this month. Can you activate international for, I think it's like $40 or something huge. But for the way our solution works, we're not using voice. So we have uh, tremendous savings. So we're, we're able to negotiate something where for only $10 a year, it's not even a month, it's just a one-time annual $10 fee, the device will work in 157 countries, which makes it a lot more useful in our opinion. Yeah. Oh, and, and Josh, you know, I, I can't, I don't mean to beat this to death, but I mean, I can't tell you how happy I am with the way you, what you chose to create your business model. Because like you said, this, this particular model that the other, that other companies do with their products. It started back in the days of, now I'm dating myself, of course, you know, give them the razor for free and make money on the blades or give them the cell phone for free, make money, make money on the coverage. You guys are not doing that. And I think you mentioned it before, Mark mentioned it as well. That first year includes the coverage plan. After that, we're talking about just for an entire year, $36. And you were talking, and that's that's $3 a month. You were talking about lesser solutions that cost 12, 13, 14, $15 a month. So to be able to come in and, and again, price this is so much more. This product is so much more than its price. But you guys are really smart in doing it this way because fe- people feel that not only they're getting a great product, they're getting a value. And to a consumer, that's kind of a big deal as well. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. You know, look, I'm not, uh, I'm a competitive guy, but I also believe that it's the right tool for the right job. Right. So, you know, there are a lot of different solutions out there in this type of space. You know, you mentioned the Bluetooth devices. I mentioned I love them. I have. You know, I have one in my wallet and I have one on my AirPod case and I use them because I forget things in the house. Right. Um, so they're great for that. And then, you know, there are very expensive, you know, complicated other solutions out there that will do all sorts of crazy things like geofencing and, you know, tell you if your, you know, your uh, your grandmother fell or tell you the speed that, you know, your teenage son is moving in their car. And, you know, those things cost a lot. But. At the end of the day, we just wanted something that solved, you know, this use case that that solved the the issue of I have a lot of things and a lot of people that, you know, I care about or that are expensive or that are important to me. And I have an app on my phone that if I lose my iPad or if I lose my iPhone, you know, I can find my iPhone. And if I want to know where my wife is, who has her own, you know, iPhone, I can go to find my friend's app. And I can just find where she is right now. And those two apps are super, super useful for anybody who has ever, you know, needed to find their phone or their computer or, you know, find, find their wife or their husband. But why doesn't that simple, powerful functionality exist outside of a phone? And what can we do about filling that gap? And that's, that's what Ping's about. It's just about doing that and making it super, super simple. For people to be able to to find things um no, it, that car story you know i was mentioning before really quick anecdote i'm here in santa barbara with my engineering team and we're up you know we're up to one two in the morning so my brain's you know turning to mush basically um <laughs> and yesterday i i parked a car and there's santa barbara's a great town there's a ton of garages and places to park well when i was done for the day 
I leave the office and I'm walking around and I had this moment where I realized I have absolutely no idea where I parked the car. Zero. <laughs> I was so spaced out. I was so mindless when I parked the car and I was in the middle of a conference call. I paid no attention to where I parked. So I'm walking around going from garage to garage to garage, <laughs> looking for my car, trying to remember if any of this looks familiar. And I've called one of my engineers and I'm talking to him about something and I'm telling him, I don't know where the car is. And he just starts laughing. He's like, you realize that we're in the middle of launching a, a locating device that would have solved this exact problem and you lost your car. And I'm like, yes, thanks. The irony is, is not lost on me. That's excellent. Um, but I mean, that's like a, that's an interesting use case, but it's a good one. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, PingGPS.com, starting at $99. You can fund this campaign. You can pre-order, um, accept shipments, uh, expect shipments. Uh, we're looking at uh, like um, end of the summer kind of thing? Yep, exactly. Excellent. Again, uh, PingGPS.com, Josh Lipner, CEO and founder. Uh, thank you so much for joining. We could probably talk for another hour, but unfortunately, they don't give us that much time on SiriusXM. But uh, <laughs> stick around. We're going to dive into AT&T's latest offerings and the wireless wars in the United States. It is Your Tech Report. Mark Flalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. Follow along with us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Back in a moment. Your Tech Report will be right back.